0: And welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week, we begin our deeper dive into astrology. But before, <laughs> but before we get started on that, um, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, on your favorite podcast app. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, etc etc if you would like to email us please feel free to email us at lunar at tea time.com and that's the website lunar time.com you can find us on facebook and join our facebook group i would tell you to follow us on instagram but uh don't do that right now <laughs> i gotta figure out what we're gonna do this year that way yep it's fine anyway so astrology this is something that i've wanted to do since we started our podcast uh do this deeper dive into astrology because i personally have very limited knowledge but i am incredibly fascinated by it as another way to understand the world we're in Mm -hmm. uh and i'm also fascinated by it because it seems to me that most Societies, most cultures have some form of astrology. Yeah. And that helps them navigate their world in a way. I anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I I had this vision for that sentence and it didn't get there. So it's fine. It's whatever. Uh, so anyway. For our purposes, we're going to be exploring Western astrology, uh, natal astrology, like what you see when you look at the back of a a, a newspaper and you get your horoscope for the day, Mm -hmm. except ours is going to be a little more in depth than that. Uh, And we're doing it that way because that's our culture and our background and it's an open practice. And um, but I will touch on some other Types of astrology a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. And uh this is gonna get deep, and there's gonna be things I miss, and there's gonna be things that I have to insert into other episodes. And so just bear with (laughs) the process, please. (laughs) Because just doing this episode, I've been working on this for a while. a while it's fine anyway uh before we get uh deeper um my go-to website that i have been using to look at birth charts and i've been using this website for probably 10 plus years um it's www.astro.com that's www.astro.com Uh, They have tons of free stuff and they're very helpful and very informative. Like I said, I use them to look at my birth chart, to look at my kid's birth chart, any, any birth chart. So what is astrology? The simplest definition for astrology is explaining the influence of the movement of the stars and planets on humans. Whether that is individuals through their birth charts or events, because you can do like a birth chart for an event. And see the things that are in play. Yeah, it, that to me is really interesting. There's a whole branch of astrology that just looks at historical events and breaks them down. Uh, and we all we are all kind of we all joke about it. But you know, when Mercury is in retrograde, astrologers tell us not to sign important documents and contracts. And if you're a person who has any experience with the internet, you will have seen the oh shoot, is Mercury in Gatorade again? And I believe it's actually in retrograde right now. <laughs> we can we talk about a Saturn return and how being an air sign or a fire sign will influence how a person is. Too many people think of astrology in the West and as traits that are set in stone but we get a lot more out of the practice if we look at it as a system that will help uncover our greatest potentials and allowing us to see our strengths and our weaknesses in a sort of neutral way so i picture (laughs) this just came to me
1: um, Uh i picture like we're up at a uh, rail system and we're waiting like okay this is what I'm going to do this is my soul group. So, uh, okay. I can jump on the train now to be born. <laughs> yeah. it was mean, it's just, yeah. like, at the beginning, I mean, years ago when I was in my early twenties, I was like, what a bunch of bony crap, but there is a lot to it. And it's not just your sign, the month you're born. There's so much more to it.
0: Yeah. When you get out, when you get away from the horoscopes in the newspaper and mm-hmm. get into your sign as traits as where your strengths are where your weaknesses are Mm. and how best to address those it it makes a lot more sense than and and capricorn on tuesday is gonna you know like yeah (laughs) right just some other styles some other traditions some other practices um I think the most well-known that's not Western is the Chinese lunar method, mm-hmm. um, and you see it when you go to a Chinese restaurant. It's the little animals on the on the napkin or on the placemats mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I'm a rooster, not to brag or anything, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a lot more in depth than just those twelve signs because it's it's cyclicer cyclical. cyclical good lord and uh it it involves the elements too so like i'm i'm a fire rooster doug is a metal rooster andrea is a fire dragon which is hilarious (laughs) it's hilarious because she is also a fucking leo (laughs) child is fire on fire <laughs> with some more goddamn fire <laughs> because we didn't get enough the first time well
1: she is tnt she's small package with
0: Ooh, okay anyway
1: I don't even uh, know as far as the chinese is i know they have the year of yes
0: yeah. so this is we will be entering the year of the dragon oh shit yeah we are god damn it oh andrea and then um as far as like
1: celtic there's trees
0: right yes the celtics the celtic druidic system is a tree-based system so year of the ash year of the oak and the holly um i can't birch um i do not know much about that at all yeah um there's vedic astrology which is based on the vedas in hinduism Mm -hmm. um uh, and astrology in India and in a lot of Asian countries is incredibly important. It's used not only to determine, you know, who you know your personality type or what's us, but it determines what times are auspicious to do anything. Is it an auspicious time to get married? Is it is the couple a good match? Are their horoscopes a good match? Are their family's horoscopes a good match? Like, um, is it a good time to open a business? Like they will postpone business openings. They will postpone movie openings. Um, and some other types are Jewish astrology, of which I know almost nothing. Mayan astrology, if we all remember yeah. 2012. Yeah. Mayan astrology. Uh, so it's very telling um, to me. That so many cultures, past, present, have some form of looking at the stars and using the stars to interpret what's happening yeah. now. So on to, on to this this episode, it's going to be a little definition heavy and a little, it's going to be heavy. It's going to get lighter as we go on, I promise. <laughs> the next episode, well, the next episode is in bulk, but whatever. Uh, I have a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Your Western birth chart is read as a two, it's two dimensional, obviously, because it's on paper, but it's looking at the stars in a 360 degree space.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So you've got a circle that is divided into the 12 signs with your rising sign. And I will give the definition of that in a minute, in a, in a bit. But your rising sign is on the left. And then all of the other planets, all of the other signs, build from there. So my rising is Scorpio, mm-hmm. and then it goes Gemini and whatever. I haven't looked at my birth chart for like two weeks, so now I can't remember what's on it. But it's built off of your time of birth, right? And what was which sign was where in the sky, and then. The planets are all placed where they are in the sky. So you've got your signs, Gemini, all of those, and then you've got the planets, hmm. Mars, the Sun, Mars. Uh, it's all of them. It's all of the planets, and, and it includes the Sun, okay, and the Moon. And that's and then the houses and the angles are all placed, and we will get into those a little a little later. Hmm. So there are twelve signs that are divided into. Th- Four groups of three. The air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. The earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. The fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. The water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Mm-hmm. It trips me out every time that Scorpio is a water sign. (laughs) Every time. Then they are further divided. There's cardinal signs and they kind of anchor the beginning of a season. And the cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Because we have four seasons. And the fixed signs are the middle of the season. They're stable in their placement i guess and if you if you know these signs you go oh yeah that kind of makes sense so the fixed signs are taurus leo scorpio and aquarius and then the mutable signs are the ones that are kind of at the end of a season Hmm. where the season is becoming the next season and those those are gemini virgo sagittarius and pisces okay so, I'm uh, you, and you are mutable. I am. I'm. I'm uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very mutable, um, especially as a Gemini. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> we'll get into that in May, <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then we get the angles, and this confuses me. And it starts to get a little mathy. And at a certain point, I kind of know nope about. But we'll get there. Okay. So the angles are the ascendant. So that's your rising angle what's rising in the sky when you were when at the time of the event the descendant angle which is what's sinking in the sky uh the midheaven and the in inum Coli which I don't really understand that one to this like but it's referring to the cups the cusp of the 1st, 7th, 10th, and 4th houses, respectively. I don't, we'll get into, all of that will make sense later. Okay. Theoretically. I say theoretically because a lot of this, I've been reading up on this for months and a lot of this still doesn't make sense to me. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Because we all have our own strengths. That's right. Uh Um, So the ascendant is known as the rising sign. That's the sign that's on the cusp of the 1st house of the natal chart. It's the sign and the degree of that sign that is rising at the moment on the Eastern horizon at the moment of birth Hmm. with respect to, and we're just, I'm just going to use birth instead of event. We're just going to go with that. Yeah. Because I don't want to back and forth. Yeah. The cusp is the beginning of a house of a chart. The cusp of a sign is the degree in when one sign a, ends and the other begins and there's a lot of talk about being born on the cusp um a sun sign is just your sun sign your others your other houses and your other like things those can have cusps but your sun sign does not okay so like my mom always used to say that she was on the cusp of aquarius and pi no yeah aquarius and pisces but she's just, she was just a Pisces. Okay. Right. And then in some of the deeper stuff, we will get uh, the phrase diurnal, which is more outward looking, not like introvert, extrovert, but more of looking out from yourself. Hmm. Right. Now we get the houses and I'm going to kind of power through those because we'll actually do how the signs function in there respective houses when we are doing each sign. Okay. Okay. Yep. So the houses, the horoscope is divided into those 12 houses. Each house has rulership over a specific area of your life. The first house is your rising sign. We did talk about that, the one that's rising at the time of your birth. Second house, oh, and that that's how you appear to others, your outward like people's first impressions your first like the second house is how we respond or deal with impulses as well as how we manage our possessions our things it's a house of security or the house of security depending on how you want to look at that Mm -hmm. the third house is how we communicate and ask questions and explore our world it also uh does things like rule short travels and siblings Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fourth house is where we set down roots. It's another house of security, but specifically more um security and community. Um one uh, one author I read called this the house, the roots of our experience and I kind of liked that. The fifth house is our house of expression and emotion and how those two things come together or don't in some cases it's also the house for of your children of offspring Mm -hmm. uh the sixth house is the house where we learn how to take care of ourselves the seventh is the house of partnership and relationships the eighth house is the house of death but um kind of in the sense that the tower is The card of destruction in tarot where you need to tear something down to build it up. Like, what are we letting die? Yeah. What needs to die so that we can grow? That kind of concept. Uh, The ninth house is the house of long journeys and religion. The 10th is for insight and clairvoyance. The 11th is for visions and dream work. And the 12th house is how we all we put it all together to make our dreams reality okay okay well the planets and this is another one of those things we're gonna especially on the signs that are ruled by specific planets we'll get a little more into what that planet does in the horoscope okay but for now for now what we need um it each planet represents a want a need an archetype or an ideal like the big kind of big concepts but they do not tell us how to meet those or act upon those they just exist they just live in their lives okay yes. <laughs> so the sun the sun is i am it's our sense of self and our need for healthy self image um where it is placed i e which sign but also which house Uh um, will show what traits and behaviors are most self-affirming. Our whole chart is built off the sun. So the planet revolves around the sun. Our birth chart revolves around the sun. Okay. Like it was a metaphor. I was going with it. (laughs) Okay. The moon is, I feel it's, how we feel where we feel the key ideas here are safety shelter security our vulnerable self um the house will tell us where our emotional security is and it's it's that gut level of security like emotions gut emotions mercury is i think it's the communication planet it's how we both send and receive communication and where or how best to strengthen that and since all communication starts with thinking mercury also rules our mental communications with ourselves my mercury is in gemini (laughs) okay it's fun uh okay venus is i love not exclusively in the romantic sense, but all sorts of love, all sorts of relationships. It's kind of the relationship planet. Uh, where it's placed will tell us how better to deeply connect with people and our reasons for connecting. Mars is I act, it is the planet of our will and how we act upon our will. For me, this is the planet of my intent. Okay. As a witch, My will is my intention. My intention is my will kind of a thing for me. Jupiter, I grow. Now, a phrase I encountered often in this research was, quote, moving toward our potential, end quote. And that's how we hope, where and how we make leaps of faith And how we work with or destroy our own preconceived notions and how we can best be optimistic. Okay. Saturn is I achieve maturity and growth experiences and that sort of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger bullshit. (laughs) Uh, What that might be for the individual and how to integrate that into the fullest, best you. It's kind of also our self-discipline planet. Now, the last three are are the quote generational planets. Um, There are astrologers who do not include them. There are those that do. Um, Uranus is I evolve. It's what sets you apart. The you that is not the product of society that you're a part of, and it's our inner rebel and what can best be rebelled against okay neptune i dream or how we experience the magical and the mystical and the metaphysical it's our spiritual self and where we need to grow our spiritual self and pluto i am power death again in the sort of tarot sense of what needs to be let go of and what best serves okay now. Okay, so quadrants, there's four of them. And each starts at the cusp. It's the 1st, the 4th, the 7th and the 10th houses and they're tied together. So each quadrant functions together. Yeah. Is my is my understanding. I could be wrong. Um, your natal birth chart is the horoscope drawn for the person's birth. It's A map of one's life, but not in a directional sense. In more in of an explorer sense. (laughs) It's gonna it reveals what the universe has to say about who you are as a person, who you may become as a person. All of that. Okay. Now let's get into the planetary rulers real quick. We'll just because we'll get into those later on. In the series. So, Aries is ruled by Mars. It's right there in the name. It's there in the name. Because Mars is the Roman version of the Greek god Aries. Oh, okay. <laughs> Taurus is ruled by Venus. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Cancer is ruled by the moon. Leo is ruled by the sun. Uh, Virgo is also ruled by Mercury, which makes two of my big three ruled by Mercury. Libra is ruled by Venus. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, but also some will have it ruled by Mars. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn aquarius is ruled by uranus but also sometimes saturn and pisces is ruled by neptune but also sometimes jupiter um, a lot of that has to do with some shifts that were made when the outer planets were discovered Oh, okay um a lot of things were done like a lot of astrology uh like ancient astrology was done with this assumption that there were forces outside of the known visible planets that we could see Mm. in the sky. Like they knew Mm -hmm. that there was stuff out there that was impacting our solar system, but they, they didn't have the technology to see it. And just to me is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How would they even know? Uh, Yeah. That's, I I mean,
1: well, they have knowledge that we don't have today. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then finally, retrograde, I think finally. Uh <laughs> retrograde is a planet is considered retrograde when it appears to be moving backwards. Both retrograde and direct are terms used in astrology to describe the direction of planetary movement with relation to the earth. And so because some of those planets have interesting none of us none of the planets move around the sun at the same rate yeah right and and so when it looks like mercury so it typically it it will look like things are moving let's say clockwise Mm -hmm. across the night sky right but then sometimes it might look like mercury is moving counterclockwise against the night sky because it is in a different place in its orbit and it is moving backwards. Quote backwards. Yeah. In comparison to where we are in space. That's all. Mercury and Gatorade messes me up all the times. Yeah. And most of the other rest of the world. Ah. Yeah. Um, please note the planets don't actually move backwards because here's what we're not going to do. We are not going to do any flat earth bullshit. I was going to say flat earth. <laughs> no, ma'am. Not in this good satanic household.
1: <laughs> no. no.
0: You believe oh my God. Okay. So. The planets don't move backwards. They look like they're moving backwards. Especially if you're just like. Joe bro with binoculars. But no. Um, for our purposes here, the well, and this never, this doesn't happen anyway. When you're looking at the sky, the sun and the moon are never in retrograde. They simply cannot be. We are, t- moon is tidally locked. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. We are locked to the sun. Got it. Good. <clears throat> Case close We with uh, that on Thursday. No. Uh, <laughs> so. Those are the basic bits of information that I think we need, right? Yep. Did I miss anything? Oh yeah, for
1: mm-hmm. sure I did. No, for sure I did. <laughs> we'll figure it out as the months go by.
0: Um, It will be easier, I think, to break down because I want to get into uh, what the signs look like in the certain houses. Like mm-hmm. I know my, my son is Gemini. My and i always flip this i always flip this my my moon is virgo or Scor- scorpio and my rising is the other one and i always flip it because they just seem so foreign to me yeah but my mercury is in gemini my mm-hmm. venus is in capricorn huh. what <laughs> Like that sort of thing. And I think another thing that I'm going to do, um, I haven't sat down to do it yet, but I thought what I what I would do is I would pull a random birth date with a random birth time and a random birth location um, and create a birth chart that we work off of. For each uh, month? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that we can get a better idea with an actual working chart. Yeah. Um, these will be based off of just random dates and times that I put into the astro.com processing thing.
1: Nice. I'm gonna have to go do mine now.
0: I really like how they break it down. Okay, I'll check it out.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm like all oh, this house and I know the air sign because we've been talking about it for a while, but the houses and all that. I'm like, hey, say what? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'm going to recommend this book. I'm 25% of the way through and it's called Tarot and Astrology. Enhance your readings with the wisdom of the Zodiac by Kareen Kenner. And it kind of gives a basic on both. So if you're not good at either one, but every card is a sign or it's pretty interesting. So check it out. Tarot and Astrology. It's um, Like I said, I read 25% in one evening. Wow. No, I just gotta go back and do the rest. But most of it I was <laughs> kind of getting into more specifics. Mm-hmm. It's not light reading or, or doing readings. Mm. Actually with the thought. So um I'll get finished, but I recommend it for those people that want to delve into either one because it's kind of layman's term for both and then combine yeah. at cards the destiny and just cards. Yes. I'll think. so I'm gonna experiment this year as Kristen takes us. Deep into the Zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: expected that to have a true crime ending. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Deep
1: into the Zodiac. Come with us. (laughs) Or the darker side.
0: side. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Anyway. It's been a week. Yeah yeah uh our next episode will be in bulk 2024 but then after after that we will i'm i'm using i'm not going in uh quote astrological order i'm doing it based on where we are in the gregorian gregorian calendar uh because that just made more sense to my little brain so when we're doing our episode in february will be aquarius because that's the Okay. I, that, it just made sense to me to do it that way instead of like starting with Aries in February. That didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what mean. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, with that, that's our episode. Yeah. yeah. You can like, subscribe, and follow on all your favorite podcast apps. We are on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Castbox, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even know anymore. Okay. Uh if you need to email us, please do at lunar at lunarmagic tea time.com. That's the website, lunarmagic tea time.com, and give us a like and a follow over on Facebook.
1: As always, have a magical day. Stay safe out there and come with us to explore. <laughs> <laughs>